Hello, and welcome to the Soul Star channel. My name is Tiffany Thexton, your sparkly soul sister, and I'm here to shed light on simple and easy ways to empower you to live your best magical life. It's time to channel in and connect with the highest version of yourself so that you're living in joy, gratitude, positivity, and flow. Thank you for pushing play. Let's go. Hello, in this episode, I'm going to talk all about communication. And I think it's one of the most important things that we experience in life, but I honestly don't know if many people know how to do it. And to be honest, I don't think I knew how to do it for a very long time and I still struggle. I probably stood up for myself for the first time like two years ago in a conversation and I still kind of struggle with it because I think in schools we learn how to, you know, do maths and essays and, and, and science experiments, but we really need to learn how to communicate. And the beauty of this is I actually have this well-being girls group at the school that I teach at, and they're in year eight. So that means they're around 13, 14 years old. And it's just been such a privilege to work with them. And I actually do get to teach them like life skills in this in this class. And one of the hugest things, so I said, what do you guys want to learn about? And they said communication. I was like, oh my goodness, I should probably do this for you and also the staff here and like everybody in the world. So I'm just going to share with you today my like nine steps to communication. Now there's definitely different ways that we communicate. So there's, you know, there's people at work and your loved ones and your friends and even people in the public. But today's episode is really about how to have maybe like a difficult conversation. So this is more of a, if something's happened and nine steps on how to deal with it rather than either let it go or let it escalate into a big fight. So it's a really like proactive way on how to have a really difficult conversation. And I hope that it helps other people. The girls were like so mesmerized because I think, you know, being a 13 year old girl, you can probably say things that you don't want to say and come at things maybe like on social media or do things over text, which is obviously not good. So it was such a privilege for me to teach them these tools. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to do a podcast about this because a lot of people need to know this stuff. So let me start um, from the beginning. So in this course, they learned a lot about their fear responses. So you probably know these already and you probably already know your own, but we did a whole couple sessions on them trying to figure out what their fear type is. So we've heard of these before though. So the fight, flight, freeze or appease. So fighting is obviously getting aggressive back. Um, flighting is leaving, leaving the situation. Freezing is just kind of like, it implies just like freezing in this situation. And then appease is just kind of agreeing, even though you don't want to agree, you're just kind of making other people happy, like people pleasers. Now, we normally have like one main fear response. And this is all the way back to the cavemen and, and how we kind of dealt with stress. And everyone kind of has their, their own, but different scenarios brings out different fear responses as well. So mine is definitely flight. If I feel un- under any kind of stress, I'm like, see you later, I'm out of here. And I remove myself from the situation. But then I also appease sometimes as well of that people pleaser um, self part of mine. But you know what, sometimes I get a little fighty. And then definitely sometimes I freeze, especially when someone puts me on the spot. But definitely or flight is my main one. So it's really important before you have a conversation to figure out what your stress response is. And maybe you can even think of the last time that you were under like a lot of stress um, and how you responded 
Now, this is really important when you're having a difficult conversation because my number one tip is you need to know your fear response and how you show up and also what you think the other person's fear response is. So I'm going to assume that this conversation is a difficult conversation between two people on maybe a a disagreement or a misunderstanding, okay? So knowing yours, so I know that I'm flight, so I wanna get out of the situation if I'm having an intimate or a difficult conversation. And I, I try my best to assume what the other person's is. So obviously if it's a loved one, you probably know more, but I just try to feel into what their response is because that is gonna take a lot of pressure off. And then when I have that sensation of flighting or just walking away or leaving the room, I know that like that's totally normal, but all of this is trying to help you like kind of face your fears, which I'll get to in a second. But knowing your fear response and what the other person is, is a lot of the work because imagine if I'm a flight and the other person is a flight, then we're both trying to get out of that situation, right? Um, so I probably would word things differently. But if I think if, if I'm if I'm a flight and the other person is a fight, then I know that there's I'm going to get some kind of reaction from them. So I just need to be prepared for that. So this is all about preparing yourself, knowing what your fear response is. Um, and again, if you don't know, just think about the last time you were under stress. And then that's probably what your main one is. But again, they can all show up. But my number two tip is instead of fight, flight, freeze, or appease, we need to face our fear response. And I always think of like, you know how it's such so hard to have a difficult conversation. I always try to think about the kind of person I want to be. I want to be a person who speaks her truth. I want to be a person who lives with authenticity. I want to be a person who doesn't let things kind of take over their lives with their like overthinking and all that. So I really before I even like start thinking about the conversation, I really think about the kind of person that I want to be. So that is my second tip. Instead of just keeping flighting away from everything, I'm going to start facing my fears and just having that mindset really helps. And I think the girls really resonated with this one because, and and when I asked them, I was like, what kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be a person that just lets people walk all over you? Or do you want to be a person who speaks up for herself? And they're all like, of course I want to speak up for myself. Anywho, my next one is number three, what is your goal or what do you want to get out of this conversation? So having difficult conversations, again, there's so many different scenarios, but you really need to think, oh, is is the goal just to be heard? Is the goal, yeah, for just them to listen? Is the goal like a specific goal that you want Uh, we need to make a decision by the end of this date or the goal is to maybe have a more of an understanding about the other person's perspective it's it's really important to think about like what do you want out of it because if you just start talking to someone you don't have a goal and and just say if you're um appease and their fight they're gonna take over the the conversation so you having a a strong idea like what you want to get out of the conversation is really important. So just say if you're having a discussion with a friend and you might just need a break from them because their energy is a lot or maybe they're draining you, think of the goal and maybe like, oh, maybe let's just take a week break. Um, And just getting that into your mind, if that's what you want, you just want a little break from them. You don't want to not be the friend. You just want um, a little goal to keep in mind. Okay, so number four then is choose the timing and the place right? There's nothing worse than someone coming up and just like at the worst timing, the worst place when you're in front of other people or if you're just going off to something. So really creating an environment that allows you to 
show up and face your fear, right? So you may have to ask the other person though what the good timing is. So just say if my partner came home and I really want to talk to him, but I can tell that he's a little bit off, maybe he had a bad day. I'll be like, oh, can you let me know when it's a good time to have a chat? Because I really want to talk to you about something. Um, And also obviously the place it would be really good to be in like a safe space. And if you know that you're a flighter, maybe have a a space where you can't run away so easily. Now, this is really up to you, but I personally like this, especially because my fight or my fear response is flight. But I like to send a text beforehand, just letting them know that I want to have a chat with them, especially with like with like friends, because imagine if you said, hey, do you want to hang out? And they think, oh, we're going to go shopping, we're going to have fun. And then you start bringing out this shit, like it's going to be really like off-putting for them and they may not know how to respond and then they'll go into their own fear response. So I like to just say, hey, I really need to chat with you about something. Can we meet at three o'clock at the park? And then at least they have that like warning. I uh, like, I don't think that you should like send um, and do all this communication stuff over text because obviously we know this, right? Or over social media, it's it's left to interpretation and it's really hard to like communicate over text, right? But I do think that people deal better with stress when they've had that moment of like, okay, we're having a conversation so I can get prepared for that. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be like, oh, can we t-? like be dramatic or anything, but it just does allow for like a more peaceful thing, especially if they're a fight response, because if they're fear is to just kind of fight and yours is maybe to just appease, then it's going to set up a really tough environment if you just kind of spring it onto them in like a really uncomfortable place and, and they're not ready for it. Okay, so that's my number four step. My number five step is actually when you're talking is come from your perspective, but don't assume that they've actually done anything, especially unless you know and have like hard evidence, then just come from your perspective and try to work through like your perspective and their perspective. I think that's one of the the first goals that you want is like, this is how I see it. How do you see this? Right. And just this is so good because, you know, we're very we're humans. We really only see the world through our own eyes. So to just let other people know how we see things really takes a lot of pressure off. So, you know, when you have this beautiful timing and place, which may never actually happen beautifully, but um, just start with, I think, or I see this situation being like this. How do you see it? And then number six, like they might have a response to that, but we'll get to that in a second. But number six is also tell them how you're feeling about it. Now we also hear this, we like use I feel statements, but like I said that a little sarcastically, because when I told the girls, they're like, I don't want to tell people how I feel. And I get that. But when you bring feelings into it, it's it's really, it, it touches the other person, right? Emotionally. So I would also get clear on how you're feeling though before you have this conversation right especially if you're an appeaser you might just like oh no it's okay i feel better now right but you really don't so it's really important to think about how you feel and then express how you feel in the situation be like well this is my perspective and it makes me feel like this so that's my number six my number seven is state what you want from this. So remember the goal that you had, if it's if it's getting a little bit uneasy or anything, just come back to that goal. Come back to that. What do you want out of this conversation? Do you want more time? Do you want to come up with a date to make a time? Do you want to, whatever the goal is, you need to always kind of come back to that to make sure that you get what you want out of this conversation. And you know what? It may kind of change. Like communication is so hard. So doing like a nine step podcast on it is very difficult, but 
really always coming back to that goal and not getting sidetracked, especially if you're an appeaser or if you're a flighter, you're going to be like, get me out of here. Or if you're even a freezer, then you're just going to like freeze when you, when they're like, well, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Right. So it's really important to be clear on that goal. And then number seven is state what, what you want um, out of the conversation. And then number eight is like, kind of maybe like leave them with a choice. And it may even be like, well, this is my perspective. This is how I feel. Maybe you're not ready to tell me how you feel. So um, I'll let you process this and you let me know when it's a good time to chat with you back. Because remember, if their response is freeze, they might not actually have the words even though you told them in advance, they may not have the words to tell you how they're feeling or they might not have had the time to like go through everything and process everything in their head. So give them a choice that you can always come back to talk about it. You can even say, do you want me to leave and then come back? Um, do you want to keep talking? Do you want to be ready? Like we can always come back to this when, when you're ready. You know, give them kind of like an out just in case it is a little bit too much for them. Because again, no one has been taught how to communicate. It is overwhelming. Then number nine, and this is the one that the girls were like, I don't believe this or I don't want this one, um, is you cannot control how they react. I'm going to repeat that. My number nine tip is you cannot control how other people react to you. Even if you do all of these steps and you're facing your fears and you have this goal and you have a really good timing in place and you've texted them and you're coming from your perspective and you're telling them how you're feeling and then you state your goal and you leave them with a choice and all of that, they could still get angry. They could still want to leave. They could still freeze. They could still just say like, oh yeah, that's fine. But you know that it's not. So that has nothing to do with you, but it comes back to that number two on how you want to show up in the world. As long as you've said your truth and you've been clear and you've communicated what you want and what you need, then you're showing up as your best version of yourself. And maybe they don't agree with you. Maybe it takes them some time to process. Maybe they do want to get in an argument. Maybe they do just want to leave, but you just have to trust that whatever they do is for them and you have stepped up and been the best version of yourself. And that's all that needs to happen in that moment. And that is the hardest bit, right? Because we do want everyone to kind of get along and everything to work out. But that number nine is like, you can't control how they react. So you just have to trust and you just have to put that trust in the communication. But if you have used all these things, then the other person will probably just come back to you and, and it may take a couple of days or whatever, but they'll be more understanding of your perspective and how you feel about things. So those are my kind of top nine tips on having a difficult conversation. And like I said, There are so many different scenarios for this, but I hope that you could even take one or two things from this conversation. And I really think that it's it's such an important skill to learn and to embody. And you could use this on friends or loved ones or family or coworkers or even uh, probably less with just people in the public that come up to you. But it's so important to show up as your highest version of yourself and express your truth. Because if not, you suppress it and hold it in and it comes out in different ways, right? And it usually lives in our throat chakra and then, you know, keeps us small and we don't really speak up and we don't really talk about our feelings and then we suppress them and then it's just not 
high vibe. So please let me know if any of this resonates. I am so passionate about teaching people things that I've learned in my life. And you know what? Sometimes I'll be really honest. I'm not perfect with this. I go in with the best intentions and then it gets side railed and all of that. But at least I'm like taking steps to becoming better and a better communicator. And to be honest, I've probably only learned about all this stuff in the last two years. So when I was probably around 34. If this is all new to you, that is totally fine no matter what age you are. And again, I hope you can just take even one tip away from today. Have a great day. See you.